I have a very special guest here with me. Why don't you say hello? Hey, guys. That is Lara. That's my wife. And we are sitting around our kitchen table podcasting. And we had a whole thing that we had to talk about beforehand (laughs) with her talking so quiet in the mic. So I jump on and I talk this way. He's so loud. And then Lara beforehand, she was talking like this. No. You were whispering so much. No, it wasn't a whisper. I feel like it's a normal voice. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I feel like you are yelling. Do you think I'm a loud person? Yes. Like super, super loud? Yes. Do you love that about me? I'm like the Asian girl from Pitch Perfect. Oh, that you're like... Yeah, that is true. You are pretty quiet and I'm pretty loud. But I guess we balance each other out. Yeah. You're constantly telling me to keep it down and I'm constantly telling you like what? I can't hear anything constantly. that you're saying. But anyways, we're not here to talk about that <laughs> stuff. We're here to do a Q&A. We haven't done a Q&A in a while. Oh, I should probably let everybody know where Ashley is. Yes. So if you are not following us on Instagram, I kind of talked about this in our stories, but Ashley had a super, super, super busy week this week. She's kind of been talking about on the podcast. She has a, a close friend, basically a sister to her that was getting married in Texas. So they took a trip down to Texas and then they came back and she basically had like a 24 hour window of availability before she then had to go out of town again. And so I told her, Hey, don't worry about it. I'll take care of the podcast. Like don't even you, you need to just try to chill and relax. So she is taking the time off, I guess, to just chill. And actually she's probably not chilling. She's probably working like crazy and and editing a crap ton of photos because that's kind of how she is. But anyways, that's where Ashley is. And she'll be, she'll be back on the podcast this next Monday. We have an interview dropping with uh, Mackenzie Chris, and it is amazing, amazing, amazing. And man, I will talk to you guys a little bit more about that at the end of this episode, but we're going to dive into Q and a today. We have three questions and they kind of progressively, we got two easy ones and then we got a heavy heavy weighty one at the very end so we'll keep you on your toes you ready babe yep let's do it all right question number one and this is from a listener that uh sent this question in on instagram they said how the heck do i approach a wedding registry do you remember when we went to register for our wedding i do kind of where did we go target yeah i think we did go to target where it's at yeah so let's go ahead and talk about a wedding registry as if someone like literally, as if we're explaining it to my brother, Andrew, oh who, my knows, God. <laughs> who knows nothing about nothing. weddings or anything like that. So we're going to, we're going to basically make this wedding registry one oh one. So what's the first thing that you think people need to know about a wedding registry? Um, Probably where to go, right? Yeah. Where to go? Like what place you want to shop? Where would you like to get your stuff from? Do I you, really what do you, I was gonna say. Do you have some top places that kind of come to mind? Obviously, number Obviously one. Obviously, Target. I mean, I don't know. Is I don't think well, Bed Bath and Beyond is a thing anymore. Is it? I think it is. I don't think it is. Is it gone? I think it might be gone. What? I really don't know, but I I can't remember the last time I've seen one. Babe, we have. There's one on K ninety six in Greenwich. Are you sure? Yes, one hundred percent. I don't think Bed Bath & Beyond is gone. I think there's less of them, but they're still a thing. All right. So there's Bed Bath & Beyond. (laughs) Okay. There's also Crate & Barrel. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that place. 
I don't sounds really. Sounds nice. It sounds fancy. It sounds way out of our lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then sure. Amazon actually does. <gasps> Ooh, that's good. That's a good call. Wedding Amazon. registry as well. So yes. There's a couple places, but basically you are if you're going to an in-person store, there's typically a place when you walk right in, they're typically right at the front and there's a place where you can set up registry or I think you can set it up online and then go into the store and then you type it in and then basically like you enter in your info and all that and then they give you a gun. Do you remember the gun? No, because you held it the entire time. (laughs) It was a scanner. They gave us a scanner. And basically, the scanner was tied to our account. And anytime you scan something, what happened? I mean, did it just show up on your... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It went to our <laughs> registry. It yeah. went on our registry. And so you basically get free reign in the store to just walk around and, scan and just stuff. scan things. Now, yeah. I think the bigger question that a lot of people have is, what do we scan? Right. So I anything. think anything, <laughs> literally anything. We went wild. We did go wild. Do you remember? Okay. Stupid so things. What were some of the things that you remember? Obviously we did like housewarming <sighs> stuff because we didn't live together. Yeah. Yeah. So we did definitely need a lot of your basic house stuff. Like a freaking vacuum. Do you know how expensive vacuums are? Pro tip for sure. Do a vacuum cleaner. Well, and even if you don't think you're going to get it, a lot of the places will give you a discount on the items that you register for. Yeah. So it's good to even register for things that like you want or you think that you might need in the future. I think you have like a window, like so many months, but um, yeah, like it could be, it could be a vacuum. You're like, no one's going to buy this for me, but I'll get a discount if I register for it. So just go for it. So yeah, there's a registry window and you can basically, you can get a discount and so 100% do that. But we didn't actually didn't live together. So we didn't have a lot of the basic things. So we didn't have towels, plates, utensils. I think maybe I had a TV, but I went ahead and scanned like a 60 inch massive TV. We (laughs) We didn't get that, but it was just really cool. Like I remember us, it was really, really fun because we almost got to like dream about this life that we didn't have yet. It's like, oh, what's our decor going to look like? What are our plates going to look like? What's this going to look like? Like, I know some people, they live together and they pretty much have everything that they need. Right. Um, but for us, we're a couple like poor kids, <laughs> you know. That and we like, did like stupid stuff too. Like, I remember, I think we registered for like one placemat or something one. and got it. Like, yeah. And like, why would we need placemats? I don't know. But then we got only one. And one placement. <laughs> yes, yeah, did it. There's always that one person you that's do like with that? $20 or less, $20 or less. So yeah. for sure do that. Like, I remember us doing, like, I had played Xbox. So I registered for like Xbox games and DVD. That was, this is when DVDs were a big deal. Registered for DVDs and stuff that's like that. That's so weird. Do you remember the weirdest thing that you registered for um i remember i think i registered for like a backpack and Uh i'm pretty sure i got it and then that's not the weird one though. that's what are you thinking of the cup my my ninja turtle water bottle yeah you registered for (laughs) ninja turtle water bottle and didn't you register for like a nail polish i did emily got it for me and i think she was just kind of like she knew that it was all stupid stuff and she's like, I'm going to get this. Stuff. I'm going to get this stuff. <laughs> so there will be those people. Oh, and here's the other thing too. Going back, like a lot of times, do you remember 
we got a crap ton of gift cards and we got a lot of target gift cards. Yeah. So some people, so that that's, nice. that's where it really comes in handy to go ahead and just scan a bunch of stuff because you can turn around and you can take those gift cards and you can go buy the, the things. And now target freaking has the chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia decorations. So you can just yeah. ship lap it up and have them <laughs> farmhouse AF vibe <laughs> going on. But anyways, one tip that I want that I do want to give to brides uh, just as you're listening to this, your, if you are marrying a man, your fiance is going to be so excited to use the gun and he's going to just go want, going to want to scan everything. Don't kill his vibe. Just let him scan <laughs> stuff. It, it's fine. Everything. Like this is supposed to be my number one tip for this is like, it's supposed to be fun. Yes. So have fun. Don't take it so seriously. Yeah. Have fun. It's not like you're going to get everything that you ask for. It's right. almost like when you got the Toys R Us ad when you're a kid and you circle everything, like you're going to get like... A, a small percentage of that stuff. So just right. have fun. Enjoy yeah. it. Dream about your life together. Right. And like, don't overthink it. Like, I feel like you could look at stuff and be like, oh, well, I don't want to go with the super expensive one or the really cheap one. Like, I'll just, I'll just fall in the middle or whatever. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, register for what you actually want. And yeah. then you might you get it. You have that rich uncle. You know, he's going <laughs> to yeah. like splurge and be like, and what's the most expensive thing on here? I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fine. Just register for what you want. Don't overthink it. Have fun. And yeah. Uh, Side note to this. If you are already living together and you do already have everything you need, it's not tacky to just say, hey, we're doing gift cards only uh, or we're doing cash or we're doing a honeymoon fund. Right. I was going to say a honeymoon fund. There's nothing wrong. Or if you don't plan on going on a honeymoon and you want cash, just say you're doing a honeymoon fund (laughs) and then use the money for anything else. Like, that's a really good idea. I just had that. Yeah, I like it. So it's not tacky to do something like that. So don't feel bad about that. Everyone's in kind of different stages. So anything else you have to add on, on registries? I don't think so. Yeah. I think that, I hope that I think covers that it. I just about covers helps. it. So how the heck do you approach it? Approach it lightheartedly. Have fun. Scan the things that you want. Go to the store of your choosing. I would suggest, like, if you're going to do Amazon, do Amazon. But I would suggest highly doing something in person, too. Yeah. It's just, it's fun. Make like it a date night. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Go to dinner before and then just, yeah. Just go and do it. Maybe dress like really, really fancy <laughs> and then go to, to Target and make yes. it a, a whole thing and talk in accents the whole time or something. <laughs> so that's question number one. Question number two, what little details, and this is also asked, this is actually asked by one of our brides who's a listener to the podcast. Hi, Micah. What's up? Thanks for sending us this question. We're going to give you a shout out. Uh, but what Micah says, what little details are often overlooked or forgotten about in the wedding planning process? So here you go, Chris, (laughs) I actually made a list. Yeah. I thought about this and I made a list and I visited some websites and I tried to, to compile a list of like some of the top eight things. And so you don't know this list. I don't, I'm just going to drop it on you and and we're going to have some conversation about it. And these are in no particular order. Uh, they, maybe they kind of are, I don't know. I'm just going to throw these out here, but I have eight things that are often overlooked or forgotten. Some of them happen pre-planning. Some of them happen week of the wedding. Some of them happen day of the wedding. Uh, but here they are. Number one, alterations. Oh, when you should actually get your alteration, 
alteration to your dress is something that people actually forget about a lot. And the only reason that I know this is because we talked to Jillian of Dress Gallery and she had a whole episode about, about dresses. And I remember one of the things that we talked about was alterations. And she kept saying this over and over and over again. Do you know? I'm going to ask you, do you know when you should get your dress altered? Like going for alterations? Uh, I don't know. That's tricky because we were only engaged for four months. Yeah. So I was forced to buy a what dress just... off the rack and then I immediately had to get it altered. So yeah. I would ass- oh, okay. I would assume... Well, if this was different, like... I think this is a little different what's scenario What's the average, for me. do you think? I would say that it would need to be done 12 weeks before wedding date. Wow, that's actually... Yeah, that's actually pretty far in advance. So Jillian said over and over again, six to eight weeks. Oh, six to eight weeks. That was my next guess, but you were going to say six to eight weeks. Yes, I was exactly (laughs) six to eight weeks is, is what Jillian, a dress professional suggests. So six to eight weeks before your wedding date, you can go anytime before you can go 12 weeks before you can go three, you know, that is three weeks, three months. You can go 20 weeks before it doesn't matter, but you need to go at a minimum of six to eight weeks. Don't roll in the week of your wedding thinking you're going to get alterations and if you do so happen to find a seamstress that is going to do it it's going to cost you a whole lot more because you're paying for expedited services that kind of thing you can typically typically expect to go in once do your fitting like and they're not going to actually do anything but they're going to like i don't know i think the average is two times that you go in to do your to do that's wild but yeah anyway six to eight weeks so that's the first thing that gets overlooked is people just don't know when so they just like want to wait as long as possible or, or they just don't know. Yeah. So a lot, I would imagine people end up just forgetting about it or they just, you know, end up going three weeks before the wedding day. Like it, it's possible, but it's going to be very expensive. Six to eight weeks is the time frame. So when should people go in for alterations to their dress? <laughs> Six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. So don't forget that. The next thing that some people might, I think, forget and put off till the last minute and then they realize it and they go, oh shit, we forgot about this, is transportation for your wedding party. I actually think yes. that some people like yes. limo services, party buses. Uh, Just like, yeah. Anything like that. Like I feel like that can get put off till the last minute and you're like, oh my gosh. And then maybe you don't find the best deal or you find you know everyone that you want is booked and you have to end up going with someone else. So if, and here's when I really think, or even, sorry, even if you decide to not do a party bus or whatever, but like just logistically thinking like, yes, okay, well everyone's driving, but you have to drive from the ceremony venue to To the reception, reception, but maybe in between we're getting pictures somewhere else. So it's like, and that's very common. Yeah. At Catholic weddings. Right. Like that is, I would say that most, like if we're doing a rustic uh, wedding or a wedding at a barn or something like that, or or just, you know, a wedding, uh, a venue downtown where ceremony um, and reception are happening in the same place, you right. don't have to worry about this. Right. But a lot of times, if you're getting married in a church, Catholic or, or Christian or, you know, non-denomination, whatever, it doesn't matter. A lot of times your ceremony is going to be at a different place. Um, and so you're right. Like even if you're not booking something, thinking through logistically. So don't wait till the last minute. And I would say I would highly recommend to not split people up and just say, everybody take their cars. Like right. obviously you do you, you have your budget, but it is a logistical nightmare. And if you have people speeding, trying to get to the same place, 
there's a high risk of people getting lost, a high risk of accidents, and it's just great to have everyone in one vehicle. If you can swing it, make it a fun time, uh, and and you know get a party bus or, or just get something where everyone can be together. Yeah, I wish we would have done that for our wedding. Oh my god, yeah, that like was, ours that had was to have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, it was the worst. We like, were how long? How do you remember how late we were to our ceremony? Every our whole wedding party, they all drove from like Derby, twenty minutes away. Yeah. 20 minutes from the ceremony location to the reception location. And we yes. were finishing up photos. And so everyone was waiting on us to get there. We actually drove my car to get yeah. there to the reception. It was, it was a whole mess. So think about transportation for your wedding party. If your ceremony and reception are at two different places, mm-hmm. that's the second thing. Number three, vendor meals. Ooh. Some people don't think about vendor meals uh, I know we always, I always bring it up. It's in our contract. I always make couples aware of it. Like, Hey, we're, we're going to be eating whatever, you know, the guests are eating like that's in our contract. But if you have people that are going to be there all day kind of working for you. So if you have a coordinator, if you have uh, a DJ, if you have a photographer, if you have videographers, a lot of yeah. times it's some, some DJs eat, some DJs don't, but um, some planners do some planners don't. I can almost guarantee you your photographer and videographer they're going to need to eat because they've yeah. been there eight to 10 hours, you know, kind of depending on, on what that is. So, yeah. um, but yeah, do not forget about vendor meals. And if you want to go a step above, make sure they have a space to sit yes. somewhere to sit because how awkward is it when we show up to a wedding and we're like, it's literally oh, the worst. Where do we sit? Like, is there a space? And I will say, oh my gosh, it was so great. This the last, last wedding? Last yeah. couple weddings. We had a table. We had a table. At Alexis and Josh's wedding, we had a table. Yeah. At this last wedding that we were just at with uh, Aaron and Al, uh, Aaron and Sam, we had a, a table. It was yeah. great. It was amazing. It just takes so much stress off. Yeah. Um, and so make sure you got meals covered and, and, you know, a space for them to sit. Even if it's not out with the guests, maybe if there's a table set up in a back room somewhere just yeah. for them to eat, that will go. Your yeah, it doesn't, it definitely doesn't have to be like a part of yeah. your seating, like just a place. <laughs> yeah. It somewhere. just, it means so much to like know that we're going to have somewhere to sit and get off of our feet after we've been yeah. on our feet for It's really our only hours. chance for a little break. Yeah. Yeah. So think about that. Some people forget about that. Uh, now there's two schools of thought on this, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out, but a nice hanger for your dress. Oh my gosh. Just, yes, just do it. Just, and and this is something (laughs) that falls through the cracks. We have been meaning to buy a bunch of hangers and we just haven't done it yet. We just always forget. Um, some photographers are just way better than us and they have a bunch of hangers, but, um, you know, go ahead and get a good hanger. Your clear plastic hanger with the clips is, you're not going to want that on your dress. And so you can go on mm-hmm. Amazon, you can go on Etsy, you can look them up anywhere, but you're not going to want to forget some sort of cute hanger for your dress. You can get them customized. You can get some for your bridesmaids, all sorts of things. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anything to add on hangers? No, I would say just, just do it. Just do it. Don't. Yeah. Just Next thing that it. often gets overlooked or forgotten on the wedding day, comfy shoes. Ooh, do you remember were your feet hurting on the day of our wedding? Yeah, so I had <laughs> everything about our wedding was crazy, but I <laughs> It really was. <laughs> I had shoes that were like nice heels, but they I mean they weren't the nicest. They yeah. were just I mean they would, were what I could find. They just were what they were. Yeah, I was on a time crunch. Um 
But yeah, they just weren't comfortable enough. So I ended up like wearing cowboy boots, which <laughs> is kind of weird because it's like not really my style. But and like, it really didn't go with your dress. No. But it kind of did. But it kind of did at the same time. It's so interesting. And I, thought, I never thought about that. Okay. So I have to tell you too. I, I wore them because we were getting married in my parents' backyard. And uh, the night before it, it, rained. it rained like crazy. And so it was kind of like... Muddy, muddy and your heels bit. would have sank yeah and it was just it just seemed like boots were a better idea I don't know I don't know what I was thinking but I they were a pair that I hadn't worn very often because I don't wear boots yeah <laughs> I don't wear cowboy boots very often and um yeah so I think that's I, I ended up taking them off yeah. at a reception. I think you were because, barefoot at the yeah, reception. Yeah, I was barefoot at the reception because my feet hurt so bad. Yeah. And I danced barefoot in yep. our first dance. You and did. Then it was cute. Because of that, I fell. Well, no, you <laughs> because fell because my dress was too long. Dress. Yeah. I know. My dress is too bustled. long without shoes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's <laughs> just, just something. Yeah. Think about comfy shoes. I mean, yes. once you get to the reception, like, or even just if we're out doing photos and stuff like that, like if you have a very long dress, chances are people aren't going to see your feet. Yes. Um, so just think about like, okay, you got maybe your heels, you want your heels, you want your Rothies, you want your whatever, like yes. your super stunner, like bride shoes. Yeah. Wear like, those, own those. But also... Maybe have a pair of comfy shoes that you can swap into later. For sure. 100% so, agree. That's something that I think uh, gets that. Okay. So the, here's three things that all have to do with like after your reception. Okay. You've gone home. So number one, or th I guess this would just be the next one, but figure out who's getting your cars home from the reception and hand off keys ahead of time. So maybe you two drove your own cars there. Maybe you didn't ride with someone and then you're taking your car to the hotel and then your partner's car is left at the reception. If you haven't handed off keys, that's going to be there. You're going to have to pick it up the next day. Just think through cars and how that's going to work so that you don't have to send anyone to get your car, hand your keys off, all, all that stuff. So we didn't have to worry about that because we both rode in my, you know, 2007 Ford Focus <laughs> to, to the wedding. <laughs> so great. Yes. Well, and my car was just at my parents probably yeah. like yeah. at the, where we got married. Second thing, if you are going to be staying somewhere else that is not your house and it's, it's another place, maybe it's a hotel, maybe it's an Airbnb, maybe it's your reception has somewhere to stay. I don't know. Pack an overnight bag. Think Ooh, toiletries, yes. Yes. comfy clothes, medications, makeup remover, all of that stuff. Anything like, to make you comfortable. <laughs> anything to make you comfortable. And then maybe, you know, something comfy but kind of cute the next day because you're probably going to want to go out and eat like brunch or lunch as Mr. and Mrs. And so, yeah, if you're staying in town, just pack a cute outfit and just make sure you got your, your to-go bag. Isn't your nanny knocking on the door? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So I have to tell a, a quick story. So we were living at this place. It's hard to explain. It's ba it was basically basically a pars parsonage. Parsonage? Yes, parsonage. that's right. Uh, it's, that's like a place where basically pastors can live. For free. For, for free. Yeah. Like, so you don't have to pay rent or anything like that because you're doing the work of God. <laughs> uh, and so me, I lived in one apartment and then my uncle Jason lived in another apartment right next to us. Well, my grandma was in town, my uncle Jason's mom, and she was staying right next door. I kid you not, the <laughs> night after our wedding, we get a knock on our door at like 7 a.m. 
it's like, you know, we're butt naked in bed and my Nana's knocking on the door asking if I want to come over for breakfast. And I'll never forget like Jason, like yelling at her and being like, are you kidding me? Like that was a whole nother weird thing too. Like my grandma's on the other wall right next. Anyways, it's, yeah, it was weird. uh, Yeah. I'll never forget that either. I would have loved to have gone to brunch instead of my I know, Nana inviting us to breakfast. Although we didn't so though. We did. We no, we didn't. No, we went. I think honestly, I think we went back to sleep. Is what we did because we were so tired. Um. Okay. And then the last one of these little tips that often get overlooked or forgotten is make sure you have cash and ID on you. You never know where the night's going to take you. I can't tell you how many like. We've yeah, both attended weddings. Do you remember Blair's wedding where yes. everyone left? She went in her wedding dress. This was a good friend of Lara's, a coworker, but we also shot her wedding. Well, a lot of her coworkers and the wedding party went to a bar here in town afterwards and just hung out. And so if bride and groom want to go, just make sure you have your wa- your ID cash on you so that you can go do anything. I was a part of a wedding party once in Houston with my one of my best friends to where we all did the same thing. We went to a, a, a bar afterwards. And, and so just make sure you have that stuff. You never know where the night's going to take you. That's smart. Anything else you want to add to that? Were those your main points? Yeah, those were those were the eight of them. That's it. Those are just some little tidbits to not forget. Yeah. I mean, I think that was good. Cool. I thought it was good, too. Good job. <laughs> you ready for the heavy hitter question? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. My fiance and I are arguing a ton, and our relationship is not in a good place. I'm considering postponing. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The thought of counseling can't canceling has even crossed my mind what advice do you have for us heavy heavy stuff and uh first off i just want to say like we are not relationship experts we're not professionals we're not counselors so anything that we give you is just advice obviously the best advice that we could give you right off the gate is if your partner is open to it is going to counseling Um, and talking to an actual professional who can advise you in those matters. Um, That being said, I do think that we could probably share some tips. What do you think, babe? Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything that comes to mind right out the, right out the gate? I don't know. I, I could see wedding planning in general being a really stressful time. I think sometimes it can bring out the worst in people. Mm -hmm. It can just, I mean, in general, it just can be rough. Yeah. on couples because um, you're making decisions together that you've probably never really <laughs> made before that seem kind of silly but a big deal at the same time and so like family dynamics yeah and like big decisions and yeah and um i don't know I that's think- actually that's a good point i think you're onto something there maybe <sighs> the first step maybe might be to identify like is, is this coming from? is this tension in the relationship present because of wedding planning? Like, is this something that is new that's brought on? Are we arguing more because of the stress and the tension of wedding planning? If so, that's very, very, very normal. Right. And even arguing outside of that is normal. But I, I think if that's something that you're experiencing, um, I would say that a conversation probably needs to be had about at least the stresses of wedding planning and, and, you know, who knows, maybe you guys are getting snippy with one another. Maybe there's no compromise. Maybe, um, 
in-laws are overstepping boundaries. Like who knows what it is that's causing tension. But I would, would you agree that a conversation needs to be had about how this person is feeling? So let's say that you are the woman that's thinking this, you know, the person that's thinking this, like, man, things have been really stressful, blah, blah, blah. And then you identify like, wow, I think this is because of wedding planning. Like, would you initiate a conversation essentially? For sure. And like, what would you hope the outcome of that conversation would be? Like, what would be the things I'd that you'd say? Be let's up? elope. <laughs> let's elope. Actually, <laughs> we did have that conversation I when feel we, like, because of stress. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's natural, but I remember like for us getting really stressed out towards the end, we had such a short engagement that like, even when we did our premarital counseling, it was it was pretty close to our wedding date. And so we were like walking through like some really serious stuff that we've never really talked about, like right before we were about to get married. So tension was very high. I do remember specifically at least one night when we left where it was like, Ooh, that was some heavy stuff we talked through. Yeah. Like we should have talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. But I mean, I think like if you are noticing like, your relationship not being very well like and it's not because of just the stress of wedding planning and it's other things then I think also a conversation needs to be had like (laughs) yeah and I mean if I mean you have to be willing to like communicate with your partner yeah I think the phrase in this question that gets me is is they saying you know not that they're arguing a ton because that that does happen and couples can argue a lot but then even like you can argue well to where you're not you know yelling or screaming or things like that like there's conflict and then the conflict is dealt with um but then to say like your relationship's not in a good place i think that's what's maybe a little bit more concerning um and and not concerning from the sense that like it the relationship needs to end or you shouldn't marry this person. But I was kind of telling you off air, we were kind of talking about this question beforehand. And I really do think one of the most important traits that married couples need to have or people who are pursuing a relationship and in a relationship and one day hope to be married is like the willingness to hear their partner out when they challenge them with hard truths. Like just being honest here, you and I recently, like over the last two weeks like had to have one of these conversations yeah. where you had to lay out like, Hey, you're doing these things. You're saying these things. You're making me feel this way. And like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I was receptive to what you said. And that would have been a lot different had I been like, no, you're crazy. You know, you're thinking, you're imagining things. You're blah, blah, blah. Like, this isn't me. It's you. Like, if you don't have a partner that's willing to talk through things or to work through things, that to me is more concerning than having arguments because arguments are going to happen. It's about like finding someone who is going to push through those things with you. For sure. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I just, I think they have to be willing to work with you through it. Like, and if they're not willing to work through it with you, then I think that's a whole nother question in reevaluating your relationship because if you're not able to have those conversations like why are you together (laughs) like I mean I I can understand that it 
takes a while for, you know, people to get to that place of comfortability where they can like share those hard truths, but it's a very important piece of marriage. And, um, I will say too, like, I think if you're having doubts and you're not a hundred percent sure, like don't go through with it. Like, yeah, you know, like you're even talking wedding day. Yeah. I mean, I, we both have known people on their wedding day who have said, I don't think I should do this. And then they go through with it. And then they end up getting a divorce and And, you know, that's no judgment on them. Right. And then saying, and or admitting that like, I knew my wedding day that like, I shouldn't have been with them, but I was too embarrassed to call it off, to say anything to anybody to, and you can't put yourself through that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, gosh, and this is such a heavy topic. Like it, you know, you're talking about like, Oh, this is supposed to be wedding planning and happy and this and that. But like the fact of the matter is, is that we're all real people that are messed up and, you know, don't do everything right a hundred percent of the time. And, and these are tough conversations and maybe there's a small percentage of our listeners that are struggling with these things or wrestling with these things, but they still are things like not every relationship is rainbows and butterflies and unicorns, you know, every day of the year. Like I want to go back to something like we recently had a tough conversation that I brought up like a couple weeks ago and you had been putting off this conversation, having it like you, your counselor or therapist, I don't know. You call your therapist or your counselor. I, I call her my therapist. Therapist sounds more like sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. your therapist had actually talked to you about having this conversation like a month before you actually did. So the question I want to ask you is like, what was keeping you from having that conversation? Because I, I can imagine that there are, are people who are listening who maybe want to have the conversation, but they're afraid or they're hesitant or they're, you know, whatever. So what was keeping you from having that conversation? Um, for me, it was just, <laughs> I don't want to like call you out. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm literally bringing it up. Like um, whatever you say is fine. Just the anticipation of how you would respond. Like, and yeah, you tend to be a little bit more of a negative person than me. Yeah. I have, and I, and I actually and you have, admit that I have talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> and so, um, just. I, I, I don't know. I was a f- kind of nervous for a really negative response. Yeah. And I know like all our conversations from the past have shown that you are willing to listen and willing to work. But some of your actions also show that you're short tempered and yeah. negative. So yeah. just it's, I don't know. Maybe it's it just being the a little, unknown. Yeah. Like, the unknown. There's an unknown of it. Yeah. Which is a big um, trigger for me, I guess. Yeah. For my anxiety, like just the unknown, and so and having to face into that, an yeah. Conversation. Yeah. So maybe for other people, it's not that big of a deal, but unknowns are terrifying for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think something that might go a really long way, like if you're about to step into a conversation or you're considering or you're thinking about this. Number one, I would talk to. Seriously, talk to a counselor, talk to your therapist, talk to someone that can help guide you in this. Um, If you want to get personal and talk to someone close to you, talk to someone who's in your corner, who 
believes in you as a couple, not someone who's going to tear you down and shit on your partner and like say bad things about them and get you to like, you know, like have someone that can really, who's in your corner and like, and, and talk to them about this. But also when you do go to have the conversation, if you choose to do so, I think it would be really important to state at the beginning and just like state your intentions. Like, Hey, you know, I'm going to use me. Hey, Chris, I just want to let you know, like, imagine this was like, you're having these thoughts you know, in 2013 <laughs> and you come to me, you could, you could have said something like, Hey, Chris, I want to have this conversation and I want to have it because like, know that I have my intentions are to not hurt you. They're not to like for us to never be together. It's actually the opposite. Like my intentions are, are for us to actually work on some things so that we can be better than we are now because, um, I'm not happy right now and I want to know if you're happy. I mean, there's ways that you could present it, but I think presenting your intentions and letting them know, like, I do want this to work if you do want it to work. Um, yeah. So I know there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that we just kind of talked about with that. But I think the biggest thing is like, if you feel like you need to postpone, have the conversation, like, and, and postpone. Maybe you guys, I think that's a decision that you, you would make together. I would yeah, think for like, sure. you know, you have the conversation, you ask them like, Hey, I think we should postpone. Let's take, you know, I want to be with you, but we're not okay right now. And I think too, like know that you don't owe anybody like any sort of reason, if that makes sense. Like they don't, I don't know. Right. Like, like if you're going to make an announcement to like people, like if you're nervous about like, Oh my God, we've already sent out save the yeah, date. You don't have to give anybody an explanation for that. Like, yeah, it's, it's really none of their business. Yeah. <laughs> like what's happening Seriously. with you guys. Um, you can postpone and it can, and it can be that like you, you don't have to go into any detail, especially in this day and age with COVID and, and everything going yeah. on. Like let people draw their own assumptions. Yeah. What people think is not either way. If you say something like, Oh, we're just having some relationships. Like, oh my God, Cheryl, did you hear what blah, 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 yeah. blah. It's just people like, are going to take things their own like way anyways. That's, so, that's not your, that's not your weight to bear. So go ahead yeah. and just let that, you know, do what it's going to do and not, that's not your thing to worry about. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think there's that. And, and if you have this conversation, I would imagine that you guys would come to a decision and to postpone. And if one of you wants to postpone and the other doesn't like, then that's, I think when you get into the territory of like, well, that's kind of like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Like, well, no, I I just, (laughs) I just mean, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, you have to, this is, I'm going to go back to something we talked about with the Casey, the Kansas city therapist, Greta in her episode talking about boundaries. Like you can set boundaries for yourself. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you really care about this person, but if they're not going to respect you and even enter into a conversation with you, you, you can think about canceling a wedding and not being with someone, right. you know? And like, so it's okay. It is okay. It's, and it, it it's will okay hurt. to say yes to be engaged to someone and then to later call it off. Like yeah. it's okay. Like y- you know. Man, this was this was heavy. I know. This was heavy. I'm sorry, y'all. Maybe okay, maybe we can end with the funny story. Yeah, do you story. have a light lighthearted I have, thing? I mean the <laughs> the only thing that comes to mind is the funny story that happened to you at the park the other day, the splash pad. What happened? With the guy coming up to you. Oh my God. Yeah. That was hilarious. So Lara basically tells me, do you want to tell the story? 
I'm not a good storyteller. So do you want me to tell the story for you? I'll try. Okay, you can try. I can try, can I try. try to <laughs> recount it. You can fill in the gaps. I'll fill in the gaps. So Lara went to the splash pad, splash pad to meet a friend, and they're there. And uh, this guy comes up to Lara and the woman that she's with, and I guess the kids, and is like, no way. No way. That's not you. Or what did he say? Yeah, he said that. He said, there's no way it's you. No way. And he's like, he said, it's you. I know it's you. He's thinking that you're someone (laughs) that you're not. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, he's like, no. And I was like, I don't know. And I look at my friend and my friend is like, um, it's Lara. You don't know her. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They were 100% sure you didn't know. (laughs) And so he keeps saying some stuff. Did he like, he was next to a person, right? And they were like, yeah. Who do you, who was that? Do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? And so he's like asking this. And then who does he think you are? The first guess. The first guess is Scarlett Johansson. Yes. I've never once in my life have ever, not even close. It's, I'm not even blonde. It's like, your, you know what it is? What? It's your boobs. It's boobs. That's what it is. 100%. And I, I literally looked like trash, like Oh, babe. Oh, I did. I mean, like, no makeup. My hair was thrown and you up. you wear glasses. And you yeah, have dark and I hair, have, brown yeah, hair. Yeah, literally like nothing not. about me. And you don't have pale skin. No. Anyways. I'm literally, like, kind of tan, dark hair. So he, he says this, <laughs> and then he has a second guess oh, as to, like, yes. you guys leave the playground and so then we, move to the splash Yeah, pad. so we try. No, no. Well, yes, we did he, do that. But you he guys try to get away from him. Yes. Well, we moved further in the park, and then this is when he came back up to he me. He followed you guys. Yes, to keep saying. No. What it, no way. <laughs> and then what's his second guess to who he thinks you are? His second guess is Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can all agree this person is probably on drugs. Probably. He goes from the palest <laughs> of the pale to a completely different race. And then he pulled up his daughter and was like trying to get her to confirm the fact that I looked like Alicia Keys. And what did she say? I thought she said something funny. She said something about, I don't, something about me just being a white girl. And yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I can't even remember. I think it was before the Alicia Keys comment. But oh my gosh. Anyways, there's something lighthearted for you to take into the weekend. <laughs> yes. I just thought it was fun. I can just see this guy go, no, no way. <laughs> it's you. Like he legit thought that's, like, that's you should have been like, yeah, His yep, eyes got me. really big and he like his mouth like, oh, like just dropped. And like this man he, thought he saw like Scarlett Johansson. Yes, this man. Inside a splash pad. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out with some kids. That's what he was asking acting like it was hilarious oh my gosh all right y'all you guys we appreciate you thank you guys for sending in questions and uh we'll talk to you real soon we got a episode coming up with Mackenzie chris of mac k photography i think that's how you say it sorry Mackenzie, if i got that wrong uh but we have an amazing episode Mackenzie is someone who is like just this person on social media that just radiates peace and like all things calm and and it's funny because in her story like she talks about how she used to not be that way uh but we get into this into this conversation about building margin into your life and and actually like 
It's a really, really good episode. So that's going to be dropping Monday. Ashley's going to be in that conversation. And uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye.